0: Well, you're listening to God. Rocks, God, of the world, and other things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, you've got it, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. Hey, friend, thank you so much for tuning in. I invite you, if you have not already subscribed to this podcast, do it now. Also, do everything you can to help others hear that this thing exists. God is doing amazing things through it. This is Season 18, Episode 383, title, Supper Time. Subtitle, Wisdom Comes from Spending Time with Jesus. The Apostle John closes out his book about the gospel with this personal note. This is the disciple who testifies to these things and who wrote them down. We know that his testimony is true. And there are also many other things that Jesus did, which if every one of them were written down, I suppose not even the world itself could contain the books that would be written. So the fact that God chose to include the brief story found in Luke chapter 24 of the two men returning to Emmaus on Sunday, the day of Jesus' resurrection, one of the incalculable number of stories that could have been written tells us that there are some very important things in this encounter with the two disciples on the road to Emmaus that he wants us to know. In Luke chapter 24, verses 1-12, through 12, we are given the account of the women returning to Jesus' burial tomb to give his body the proper burial preparation. Their discovery of his absent body— the visitation by two angels proclaiming Jesus' resurrection and the confirmation of the resurrection by Peter, the next scene picks up in verse 13 of the account of two additional disciples of Jesus who are disciples in the inner circle and are witnesses to the accounts of these who were at the tomb and found it empty. Starting in verse 13, it says, Now that same day two of them were on their way to a village called Emmaus, which was about seven miles from Jerusalem. Together they were discussing everything that had taken place. And while they were discussing and arguing, Jesus himself came near and began to walk along with them, but they were prevented from recognizing him. Then he asked them, What is this dispute that you are having with each other as you're walking? And they stopped walking and looked discouraged. The one named Cleopas answered him, Are you the only visitor in Jerusalem who doesn't know the things that happened there in these days? What things, he asked them. So they said to him, The things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet powerful in action and speech, before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we were hoping that he was the one who was about to redeem Israel. Besides all this, it's the third day since these things happened. Moreover, some women from our group astounded us. They arrived early at the tomb, and when they didn't find his body, They came and reported that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they didn't see him. He said to them, How foolish you are, and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken! Wasn't it necessary for the Messiah to suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted for them the things concerning himself, In all the scriptures. In verse 28, it says, They came near the village where they were going, and he gave the impression that he was going farther. But they urged him, Stay with us, because it's almost evening, and now the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. It was as he reclined at the table with them that he took the bread, blessed, and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. But he disappeared from their sight. They said to each other, Weren't our hearts burning within us while he was talking with us on the road and explaining the scripture to us? That very hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem. They found the eleven and those with them gathered together, who said, The Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to Simon. Then they began to describe what had happened on the road and how he was made known to them in the breaking of bread. During their time on the road together, the Lord veiled their understanding so that they did not know the one to whom they talked, was the one they were talking about. In those moments on the road, little did they know that their companion and teacher was the best of tutors. The interpreter of the Old Testament scriptures is the one in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Here in this short vignette, the Lord Jesus himself condescended to become a preacher of the gospel, and he was not ashamed to exercise his calling before an audience of two persons, and neither does he now refuse to become the teacher of each of us individually. What an unfathomable opportunity that we can come near to the God of creation and his unique son and gain the wisdom of the ages that unlocks the door to eternal living, the fountain of youth for which explorers throughout the ages have searched. Until he is made our source of wisdom, we shall never exercise wisdom leading to salvation because salvation wisdom is attributed to Jesus and it's acquired or received only from him. Though Jesus, being the resurrected God-man, was able to reveal fresh truth to the two men on the road that day, he could have said, Hey, guys, the one you were talking about is me. Well, I just resurrected from the dead early this morning. And then go into all the details of his fresh experience. But yet, instead, what did he do? He directed their attention to the written word of God, the Hebrew Bible, which we refer to today as the Old Testament. Jesus showed us by his omniscience, that means his all-knowing capabilities, and his example what was the most instructive way of teaching. He preferred to expound on the old, and by turning to Moses and the prophets, he showed us that the surest road to wisdom is not speculation, reasoning, or reading human books, but meditation upon the word of God. Wouldn't you like to know all the scriptures that Jesus pointed out that day that teaches about him? He who hid the treasure in the field himself guided the searchers to it. I can guarantee you this, my friend, The Word of God is so deep and vast and full of the holy revelation of God about Himself that you and I will not exhaust the true life treasures that are ours for the possessing if we will take the time to read and study the Bible. With Jesus' ascension back into heaven, we were given the gift of His Holy Spirit, which the Bible says will guide us into all truth. So very much in the same way, He's ready and willing to open our eyes, point us to His Word, and reveal himself along life's walk as the resurrected Savior and Lord. My friend, he's just waiting for us to stop for just a moment. Invite him to come inside to the table for our next lesson about him. In Revelation chapter 3 verse 20, Jesus makes this statement. See, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and eat with him and he with me. Jesus is knocking now. Will we let him in? And with that, my friend, I bid you peace.